when film criticism is as provocative as ever, Feelin' Film ventures to change the discussion from what we hate about a film to what we love about it. We judge more on emotional experience than technical merit, because every movie makes us feel something. Tra-la-la! Welcome to another Feelin' It review on the Feelin' Film Podcast. This is where we talk spoiler-free about a film that is coming out this weekend. And today, we're here to discuss the upcoming DreamWorks animation picture, Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. Now, if you didn't get the reference of my singing there at the beginning of the episode, (laughs) it's probably because you haven't read the books. Uh, I have not either, but we're going to talk about some of our kids who have. And when I say we, I'm referring to my good friend and Seattle film critic, Mike Ward. Mike... You've never been on this uh, podcast with us before, but you have been on Feelin' Film Plus. So some of our listeners may be uh, familiar with you. Uh, but it's great to have you back on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is this is always a pleasure. This is, this is good times. So, listeners, Mike runs a website for reviews that is called ShouldISeeIt.net. Is that right? It is. .com is owned by someone in Paraguay, and they want like an... crazy a crazy amount of money for it so uh that was a conversation my wife and i had that lasted about three seconds which is now dot net works we'll we'll just we'll just make that happen so dot net it is dot net it is well mike (laughs) mike's reviews are exactly what you would think they were from that title he gives pros and cons for a film and basically outlines what you might whether or not you should whether or not you might want to see it based on your 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 criteria for for evaluating a film. So it fits in line with these feeling it reviews perfectly. This yeah, will be yeah. Yeah, yeah this will be brief. Uh like I said spoiler free. Uh just intended to give you a quick overview of the movie and what we thought and whether or not maybe it's worth your time. So that being said, Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. This is a movie that is based on a children's novel series by American author and illustrator Dav Pilkey. Um, if you haven't heard about it already, I'm kind of surprised and you might not have kids. The synopsis for this first <laughs> film is two overly imaginative pranksters named George and Harold hypnotize their principal into thinking he's a ridiculously enthusiastic, incredibly dim-witted superhero named Captain Underpants. I did not read the synopsis of that before I went to see the movie, Mike. <laughs> I didn't either. And I'm kind of glad <laughs> because I think it might have unfairly put some expectations for failure in my head um, before I went to see the movie. So um, the director of this movie is David Soren, and it boasts the voice acting talent of Kevin Hart, Thomas Middleditch of Silicon Valley, Ed Helms, Nick Kroll, and Jordan Peele in a role that you won't expect. That's true. The yeah. Movie, yeah. He's, he's, I didn't know it was him until afterwards. Same. Yeah, no, I was like, what? And then his name's just there. And it's Okay, Jordan Peele, everybody. Continuing his big year. Yeah, yeah no doubt, right? This will be as big of a hit as Get Out, right? Is that what we're, that's what we're putting down? Well, <laughs> yeah, I'll see. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> right, let me think about that as we're talking here. <laughs> well, the film releases uh, on June the 2nd, 2017. You can go see it in, in theaters at that time. All right. Well, let's just jump in and get this done. So, Mike, we hmm. both went to a screening of this film, and we both took our kids. My we kids did. are 12 and 14. My son, 
who is tw- the 12 year old has read the book series did your kids have any familiarity with the novels well so the conversation in the car on the way to the theater it was my uh, my daughter who's 11 and her uh, best friend who's 10 and a half and i said all right, so I don't watch trailers, and I haven't read the books. What is this? What is Captain Underpants? And after they started talking over each other a whole bunch, uh, I kind of got through the filtering of that and basically kind of learned what you just shared as the synopsis with a little more detail about that they, um, you know, the kids, they, they write these fantastical comic books, and there's kind of this whole other piece to it. And I had no idea. I thought this was just like, I mean, I'd seen the books. My, my daughter has read them. Uh, actually, both my daughters. I have a daughter who's 18. Uh, so she read them kind of at the, uh, I feel like she started reading them as they first came out. Like she kind of grew out of the beginnings of it, and then they kind of were just there for my 11-year-old to kind of swoop up. But... um I, I just didn't really know what they were. I just saw this guy in underpants on the cover of these books. And I was like, what is this stuff? And so now I'm seeing a movie about this guy in underpants. But then I kind of understood what the story was about. And I was a little bit surprised because there's actually kind of some there there with this movie that I wasn't expecting. And I'll, I'll let you jump in because I, I'll let you kind of share your thoughts. But um, I had to get an education on the ride over. So... Well, that was more than I got. I did not get an education <laughs> until after the movie. Um, I, you know, and I don't know why exactly. I didn't ask for more details going into it. First of all, I had a misunderstanding of what the film was going to be. I thought we were going to get a mixture of live action and animation. I don't really know what made me think that, mm. but I that was what was in my head. So when we noticed that the movie was 100% animated, I was kind of shocked. Um, but I was also compelled because I thought the animation was incredibly done well. I thought it was very, very good. It was very crisp, very colorful. Um, I liked the style a lot. So, it has a very distinct look, not to interrupt it, you, but it has a very distinct look in how the characters look and the way that they move. And, and again, maybe it's part and parcel with what the, the comic books look like, although I don't think so. Um, but just, yeah, it had a very unique look, which I appreciated quite a bit. I agree. I agree. That that would be a good word for it. Unique. It was not like much else that I see in animation. And so that, that makes it stand out. Uh, my son told me after the movie that it was very faithful as an adaptation. He said that it, it was almost exactly like the book. There are some scenes in there where I don't even know how to describe this well, but there are in the book portions of the book where certain things like you could flip pages uh, to create a little flip book and have that <laughs> kind of art style because um, the book is is peppered with, with illustrations as well. And they did a really cool job of integrating that stuff into the film. Yeah, there's a, there's a sequence, uh, at least one that I can remember, where he just kind of, one of the characters just kind of introduces this as, you know, showing another character something and he kind of pulls out this little book and he just starts flipping through it. And you sort of, you sort of get this little animated segment within an animated film that kind of is pretty cool to see, actually. It's very, very simple, very subtle the way they did it. Of course, easy for me to say simple. I'm not an animator, but um, it, it was just kind of cool. There's like a lot of little moments like that. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the thing that stuck out to me the most during our screening well, there were two things that stuck out to me the most. One was 
my own personal reaction to the film. I laughed out loud. I know that you laughed out loud. You can't <laughs> pretend you didn't because I was there. Sorry. Many, many of the, our, our fellow <laughs> critics that were in the, the audience were laughing out loud. So the adults genuinely found portions of this film funny. The other thing that really shocked me was how loudly the kids found this funny. Now, mm-hmm. I go to a lot of animated movies with, with kids, and I'm sure you do too. Yours are in that, in that age range. And, you know, often they are vocal, but this theater, for some reason, felt extremely vocal to me. I mean, there were kids just yelling out the tra-la-las and laughing at the top of their <laughs> lungs. Um, yeah. I, I've never found potty humor so funny, Mike. Well, potty humor, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I, see, I'm, I'm also thinking about how, how potty humor can sort of elevate with, like, movie ratings. So, like, it can get more crass and vulgar. Um, this just keeps it very elementary, both in the target audience and in the humor. And it, and it kind of, I laughed. It's kind of funny. Well, and it is quite literally <laughs> potty humor at times. Yes. Like, yes, yes, it is. Um, on a literal level. So, uh, you know, overall, I just got to say that I thought the movie had a touching message of friendship that I wasn't expecting. I loved the relationship between the two boys. Um, they are, they're ethnically diverse for one thing, which I think is great. You know, we can't even get that in live action movies, to be honest. Right. Um, right. So for, for a film to do that, I thought it was just, just really, really awesome. Um, and their friendship is a great example of what it's like to have a best friend in elementary school and feel like you are meant for each other. You know, you're you're in a, in a, in a friendship way, you're soulmates. You go together like, you know, peas and carrots. These This is one of them is a writer of the comic that they create, and one of the other one is the the artist and so they they feed off of each other they truly seem to love each other and care about each other and they have the belief that you know they're going to be friends forever it's 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 awful to them it's like the end of the world when they get put in different classrooms because they feel like they're never going to see each other and i thought that the film did a really great job of capturing the enormity of that feeling for an elementary school kid whereas you know an adult isn't going to feel that way but these kids obviously did yeah, there's, there's, um, I don't want to know. I, I don't know if I want to say it's the prism with which the story is told because it's a very engaging, easy, affable story to get into. Um, so there's not like any special sort of, I don't know. They, they didn't set up the script in a certain way to kind of like lure people in to kind of like, you know, that maybe have, you know, uh, hesitancy towards the film. It's just, it, it just is what it is. It kind of just celebrates all those things you talked about. Um, and what's interesting is it's written by uh, Nicholas Stoller, who has directed a couple of films and he's written, um, you know, like get him to the Greek and um, gosh, I'm trying to remember the other one that comes to mind. Um, Jason Siegel, uh five year engagement, I think is what it's called. Am I getting that title right? Yeah. He's also written some some films that haven't worked, um, and we won't go into those. But the one thing that I recall as I was driving back, and I saw his name, and I remember that he's the guy who collaborated with Siegel on the Muppets remake in 2011. And he that I mention that because there are elements of that sort of youthful enthusiasm that, for me, sort of made the Muppets just 
an awesome movie um, that that I love to this very day. And Captain Underpants is not as good as that, uh, in my opinion. But there is still that sort of youthful nod and wink enthusiasm that is found in that Muppets movie that you get glimpses of here. And it makes the movie kind of a hoot. Like, there's just a lot of humor. It's a lot of fun going on in this movie. That's not a very good sentence. Pardon my grammar. But you get what I mean. Like... There's just a lot of things you can smile to here, and I, and I appreciated that because it's a little bit more than just a story about two kids that create a guy running around in his underpants. Right. And that's kind of cool because, you know, it very easily could have just been that. And they took – and I'm sure that the, the author kind of maybe was involved in the process too. He didn't just turn over the rights and stay away. Um so I like that they took care with the story, and it, it's a better movie than I think any of us anticipated, um, and I appreciate it for that. Um, we need <laughs> we need a good family movie uh, right now, and I think this this actually fits the bill. Yeah, I do too. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to do surprisingly well when families start getting out to seeing it. Um, it felt to me, and I say this, this is not meant to be a knock. But it felt to me like a really, really excellent episode of like Phineas and Ferb or something like that. It was, <laughs> it was just, it was a really great cartoon episode to me, and and I loved it, and I laughed out loud, and we had fun, and I left quoting it. I mean, I'm still tra la la ling everywhere I go. Let so, me let me just let me just say you nailed that tra la la. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. If you could only see me now, you would know that I'm in my Captain Underpants <laughs> costume. No. Um, settle, settle down. <laughs> so I, I did enjoy it, and there were enough memorable jokes and laughs that I, I you know brought them with me out of the theater. It's not something that I'm going to resonate on on a deeper level um, much further than that. But you know, my ultimate view on the film is I had a lot of fun with it, and I definitely think it's worth seeing. It's better than most of the kids' fare that we've gotten recently, and families should give it a try. But you're the should-I-see-it guy, so Mike, should I see it again? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, you should. And you should get out and see it because um, in about you know two or three weeks' time, Cars 3 comes out, and this movie's going to probably get buried when that arrives. So we need to try to get this thing seen by as many people as possible. So it can be a big hit and we might get more, um, more original type stuff from DreamWorks. Yeah. But also maybe some more Captain Underpants movies, which I never thought I would say, but I mean, this thing, this thing is enjoyable enough. Um, I, I could sit through another one of these. I mean, if, if the same people were involved or, you know, some of the same folks came back, they might have something here. And, and if the money is there and it does well, we might get another one and hopefully it's as good. Agreed. So Mike and I both give it the stamp of approval. It's worth seeing. Go check it out if you are so inclined. And that's it for this episode of Feeling It. Stay tuned to the next one. And until then, stay positive and keep feeling film.